Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. And welcome back to the Sack Lunch Podcast with Matt and Matt. Matt. Yeah. Matt's uh, disgruntled right now due to the current status of the Sacramento Kings. We'll see if I can derive more than just a grunt from him momentarily here. But uh, quick recap of this episode, or uh, preview rather. We're going to uh, do a recap of each of the Kings' first three regular season games with some um, highlights or lowlights or takeaways, and <laughs> Matt's just shaking his head right now. This is this, uh, this is not good. So I'm, pro- uh, I'm protesting. Protesting. All right. So we're gonna uh, talk about each of the Kings' first three games. Um, wrap it up with some news and notes, and uh, preview the upcoming week and hope for better things. That's all we can do at this point, right? Well, it can't get any worse from here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> we, we also need to talk about. What the heck is wrong with the Sacramento Kings right now? I don't know. I I, I really don't know how to feel. It's kind of like on a, a bad financial month when I look at my bank account. It's like I have three options. I can either be mad, I can cry, or I can laugh. And I've kind of done all three things the last week. Yeah, we it's spoke. a roller coaster yeah. of emotions. Yeah, it, or, or it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like there's only like three reasonable things that are happening it's either the india trip is still affecting us i've heard that when you go overseas and come back it takes a couple weeks to adjust or maybe we are on drugs or probably the more like ayton yeah (laughs) Uh, or maybe the most likely of the three um space jam is happening right now and the monsters have come and they've they've stolen our talent we need to drink the the special juice yeah i don't know it yeah, I mean, new head coach. Yeah. Clearly the Bagley injury has been affecting us. Right. Um, yeah, because, I mean, last year he was down for quite a few games, and we were not um, as sharp without him. We, we definitely miss his presence. We're already weak at the, you know, and rebounding in big men, and so when he goes down, that hurts. Right. But it's more than just that. You know, the, the we're lazy. There's a lot of things going on right now with There's the no Kings. ball movement. Um Turnovers. We're getting blasted. Even the Turnovers. worst teams in the league don't get blown out by thirty plus. You know. No. Um, I don't know. Uh, who's going to step up and, and and galvanize the you know, the guys? I, I don't know who that is on our team. It was Shumpert last year. Yeah, and you know, one thing that we were discussing previously is that the Kings are actually eleven and twenty-one since trading shumpert uh do you think that they've uh, they've somehow lost their identity after shumpert left maybe i mean he brought on the uh the identity of the scores the scores yeah and uh i haven't heard that phrase you know used at all uh, definitely not this season we are not the score you know, the other team is the scores uh we let them score all over us but um i don't know Shumpert's a free agent right now. Can we get him? Just I don't even care if he plays. <laughs> just have him there. It's like a mascot. Yeah. Or a... <laughs> just let him be coach. I don't know. I don't know if coach. It's, I don't know if it's Coach Walton. I mean, he says he's. That start... has to be part of it. His offense is so basic right now. Yeah. I mean, and what's I mean, uh, but and, and then the rotations with the minutes too. I don't. I'm not entirely certain what's going. On. I'm sure that 
a lot of Kings fans are frustrated right now. It is early. It's too early to hit the panic button. You know, 79 games to go. Yeah. Three, three games finished. But things are not looking great right now. Let's let's start with the, the opener against the Suns. We were in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, we led by, I believe, 11, 11 at one point. Ended up losing 124 to 95, so a 29-point loss. So I, uh, 26 I mean, turnovers in this game. I just have to start with that. 26 turnovers. And last year, our season high came against the Suns. It was 24 turnovers. So mm. first game of the season, we already surpassed last it. year's high in turnovers by two in the opener that is not a good way to start the season matt no that's gonna be a concern nothing more annoying than you know getting a stop coming down and then giving the ball right back to the other team and we were doing that nonstop. i take part of the blame for this one i was at church for the first half not paying attention to the game and like you said we were winning and i come home i turn it on and we just started falling apart you're the jinx you're the curse yeah so it might be my fault i, I may not watch the next game that we play tomorrow and see if that works. See if that helps. I'm not I'm willing to try anything I'm at not this above, point. Yeah, I'm not above it, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, turnovers were just brutal in this game. Um, what is up with Dwayne Dedman? Like, they're running the offense through him at the top of the key. He He's a guy who in, like, a six-year NBA career has averaged one turnover per game, and then he recently had seven in one game, like what? Yeah, and they're not even and, and they're like, they're bad ones. Yeah, it's not like it's hitting off teammates' hands and stuff. Like he's looking like Johnny Manziel out there, just <laughs> throwing passes that are nowhere near where he and intended. not even difficult passes, just like ones where Easy Harrison ones. Barnes is coming off a, a curl and he has, he just has to play catch with them, and he's like throwing it too hard or just way off line, and it's like, that's not a hard pass. Like, Roman could make that pass, my son, you know? Um, and it's, He can't be Have that you seen? bad. He can't be that bad. That's not, you know, jet lag. No, and, and he has a history of not turning the ball over, so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt here. He's Are not a four-turnover-per-game guy. I, a little bit. Maybe new, he's just trying team. to fit into this system. Overthinking it, maybe? Yeah. Uh, and then it's like sometimes when, you know, like I play golf a lot, and it's like if, if I start putting bad, then the rest of the day is just shot because my confidence is gone, and I'm overthinking it, and, and maybe we got to... It's in a, Maybe he's in just getting in his own head right now. Yeah, I don't know. But I, yeah, you meant, you bring up a good point. Like he, we're running the offense through him at the top of the key. I feel like the other team is like, go for it. Like we're they, they're giving him the wide open shot and he's not making it right now. Yeah, and unless he starts knocking that shot down, we're uh, they're not going to respect it. And you know they would much rather him shoot than you know get it to Buddy or something. So right, and and the defense. Luke Walton said that we were going to focus on defense this year. He starts every practice talk with defense. Is, talk is cheap. We, the Kings, have given up so many open three-point looks and layups. It's disgusting. It's it's painful to watch the looks that teams are getting constantly. Doesn't it feel like every, at least every other possession, the Kings' opponents are just having wide-open looks? Like, what are we doing on defense right now? Yeah, and I know the Jazz game was the third one on the— but last night against the Jazz, that was the case. And they weren't just— Making threes, they were like, I could hear the net just like, splash, you know, it's like. But just, just wide open looks, though. Yeah. What do you expect? They're professional shooters. They're going to make those. Yeah, you can't you can't give teams wide open looks like that. So just, the, just try a little bit harder. I mean, something. Yeah. So Suns game, we lost by 29 points. Mm-hmm. Then Friday uh, was the home opener. 
and we played against the Portland Trailblazers. That one we lost by 10, and that one, once again, were we up by 7 at one point? We were up, yeah, and then we kind of let them creep back, and, and it was about, I think it was tied at halftime. And then the wheels just came off in the third quarter. Three, third, third, third quarter was our problem last year too, and this year. I was no about different. to say, with blowing these leads and choking in the third quarter, there's something very eerily familiar about yeah. the way this is playing out, and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, so Portland ended up being a ten point loss. But really, we were down by twenty, and then the starters came out, and our, our right. bench guys just you know it, that part of the game doesn't really matter. Sadly, the score actually doesn't do the actual game justice like it looks better than it actually was i'll say we did give a little bit better effort and portland is a, is a really good team i mean they're they're good up and down you know um they made it to the western conference finals last year so it's not like crazy that of an idea that we lost to them but you know we also had a couple calls not go our way that game we had our Friend of the show, Lincoln Nick, out there at the game, and he, he was, was yeah. he was adamant that the refs were robbing us uh, that night. A little bit, maybe. Yeah, I, I could see. His I point did see. There. I recall one where Lillard had the ball and pushed off, and mm-hmm. and the Kings got called. I don't. Do you remember who the defender was? But the Kings got called for a foul yeah, where Lillard was had it was Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bogey. Okay. So I, I did see a couple. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't think it was enough to swing the game in our favor. Not even close. But yeah, I mean, Lillard was. It doesn't making help, some though. pretty insane shots too. He was he was cooking. So um, you know, sometimes you just got to tip your hat to him. You know, if, if he's really you know hitting them like that. And Lillard's the best guy you know on the court out of those two teams. So if he's on, then it's going to be tough to beat Portland. But yeah. Now now then last night we traveled to Utah. Uh, we had stated in a previous episode we. The Kings did not play well in back-to-back games last year. We did. And we Very did, poorly. Yeah. And that is a trend that has already picked up You know, the, early this season, has continued. Yeah. Uh, we ended up losing 113-81. to This was embarrassing. That was just an ugly, ugly loss. Um, yeah. Uh, what the heck? We scored under 20 points in the the second and the third quarter. Yeah. Not the scores. Buddy Heald made the first three of the game and didn't have a basket after that. Um, yeah, I mean, second half of a back-to-back in Utah, which is already a tough place to play. It's kind of a scheduled loss. Um, you know, heard that term before, but um, still would have liked to see a better showing, especially after we went 0-2, you know. And Fox was banged up. He wasn't. He wasn't right. His hips bothering him, but um, it's depressing. I yeah, don't know. you and mentioned then we, we got the Nuggets next. Like, okay, um, I don't know, Kings fans. Yeah, and you you mentioned Buddy through the first couple games. This is per uh, NBC Sports Bay Area uh, online. But uh, the first couple games, Buddy was averaging twenty four and a half points a game on forty three point five percent shooting from downtown. That that's really good. That's exceptional. Mm-hmm. And but then. He goes out last night and hits one of seven and then sits most of the second half. Like, right. if without Bagley there and with, you know, other guys struggling to gel and to make their way into the you know, um, to the rotation and, and, you know, just with Deadman turning the ball over, we can't have Buddy Heald shooting one for seven from the field and expect to have a chance. Yeah. Uh, so, so Buddy was definitely a key. No defense was a key. Turning the ball over was a key. It was just an ugly, ugly game last night from Sacramento. I was in a good mood earlier today, Matt, and now we come here and we start talking about this, and now I'm kind of 
turning the other way. But I'm going to try and you know stay positive. <laughs> hey, we got 79 games to go. So yeah. So yeah. let's talk about maybe some of the things that we think that the Kings can do to turn this around. I mean, uh, are, are there any? First of all, are there any stats that you see that give you hope? You know, maybe an underlying. Uh, number or something that makes you feel like, okay, maybe there's some, some hope here going forward. Well, I mean, if we can go off last year's stats, because we have a you know, very similar core, uh, or we have our core from last year, and so we, we figured that they couldn't have gotten worse. They could only you know, at least stay the same. Last year, our assist per game ratio, um, uh, we had 25 Point four uh, assists per game, which is 14th in the league, kind of middle of the pack. This year, it's a small sample size, but we only have 16.3 assists per game, which is 29th in the league, almost dead last. Yeah, and you can see that when you watch the games because, you know, at one point I was trying to count how many passes mm-hmm. the Kings would make per possession, and a lot right. of times it was one pass, maybe two passes. They just weren't getting each other open looks. They weren't moving the ball around. Right. And what's interesting is at the start of the last couple games, we were moving the ball. And if you notice, we were in the game. That's when we were winning. And then (laughs) as soon as we made a couple dumb turnovers and things started going south, guys just started trying to take it upon themselves to bring us, like, will us back by the... But it's like, that's not how you got You don't just in chuck up shots place. and yeah. try to get back in the game. Yeah, so that's really frustrating as a fan to watch. And it's like, you know what was working. Why did you go away from that? And, and so last year, we were good at, you know, having a lot of assists, but this year, not so much. So hopefully we can tap into some of that uh, that action that we had last year. Um, we, we, you, we mentioned turnovers as well. So mm-hmm. it, that, those are the two things you and I were just talking about. Assist, you know, passing the ball, and turnovers. Last year... Kings only averaged 13.4 turnovers a game, which was 7th best in the NBA. This year, 20.7, which somehow were 26th. I don't know how there are teams that are turning the ball over more than the Sacramento Kings right now. Seriously, who are those teams? Yeah, yeah but... 20 a game goodness, is, is really bad. It's almost 21, and that's... Yeah, yeah just that's, that cannot happen. Yeah, so we got to clean that up. Um, the assist-to-turnover ratio uh, last year was 1.9. That's 7th in the league. Also 7th in the That's league. really good. This year, it's not even above 1. It's 0. 0.8, 30th. Um, yeah. So there you well, go. Well, it makes sense. I mean, a lot of turnovers, not a lot of assists. Right. That's a, we have a very poor assist to turnover ratio, and yeah, that's just affecting our our ability to stay in ball games. Yeah. The, the other thing I'm frustrated about Walton uh, Walton's offense rather is that uh, last season we led the league, led the league in fast point fast break points per game at 20.9. So let's call it 21. Um, this season we only have 8.3 fast break points per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have, well, it does have a lot to do with how poor our defense is because we're not getting stops. You can't really have a fast break off of a yeah, main basket. And, but and why do you think that is? Because NBC Sports Bay Area also mentions that last year for much of the season the Kings actually led the league in offensive pace and they ended up fifth. Mm-hmm. So we pushed the ball. But then through the first two games this year, they were ninth. And then against the Jazz, they just looked like they were like in quicksand or something like that, just kind of walking the ball up the court. Is this something where it's Luke Walton? Is it the personnel we have out there where Deadman looks like he can't run with these guys? I mean, why? He really does look pretty old. But, where, but where's the pace? We need to find their identity and figure it out so, relatively quickly or it's going to get ugly fast here. So before the season, I heard Luke Walton on with, with Grant and Doug on 1140. And he was mentioning that 
Last year they were fast, but this year in order to win in the playoffs, he wanted to have them good in the half court because when the playoffs happen, you know, when the playoff games get going, the game slows down and the defense clamps up. And so he wanted them to have a mixture of, you know, play fast, play to your strengths, but also slow it down. And so I'm wondering if maybe they're thinking too much about trying to you know, have that perfect balance, you know, instead of just going off raw instinct. I, I don't know. But I mean, last year they obviously were, you know, doing better than, than this year with, with the pace that they were at. So I right. Know. So I guess if we could sum up what we think the Kings need to do moving forward, it's mm-hmm. move the ball, pass, pass to each other and get open shots, mm-hmm. stop turning the ball over, play some defense. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, do everything and, better yeah. and, and push the pace push yeah. the tempo because that's something we do well especially with deer and fox driving that offense like we need to push the pace yeah if you have a lamborghini so. you're gonna, you gotta drive it fast right you can't be going 25 yeah um, now as far as individual efforts i mean is there um we could quickly hit on that are there any uh what, what's the good and bad from individuals that uh, players from the Kings, yeah. Well, there's a lot of three games. There's a lot of bad. Uh, the good. Um, we don't have to go too in too much detail for that, but let's yeah. you know point good, out a couple. I think Fox has been good aside from the game in Phoenix. He didn't really show up in Phoenix, but uh, against Portland, 28 points, six rebounds, and five assists. That's a monster game. He kept us in in the game, um, you know, for a, a good chunk of the time there. So. Um, happy with how he played um, over the three game span. He's played an average of twenty seven minutes. Yeah, he's uh, averaging fifteen three and five. So I mean, right. that's yeah, um, pretty good. Yeah, he, it's definitely not his fault. And he, I've been watching, and he's actually been playing good individual defense as well. I don't know he if you've been, noticed yeah. that, but he's been playing. So it's not his fault, but uh, we do need him to push the tempo. And it's and the the distribution starts with him. Right. Um, he needs to start the passing. He's the one bringing the ball up, and so we need him to, yeah. you know, get get teammates looks. Ideally, if he could turn into that leader uh, you know, of our team, that would be great. Um, yeah, the bad Deadman. We need to see Deadman turn it around. Um, he had his best shooting night last night. He made a couple threes, but that only—I mean, he had 11 points, which actually led the Kings in scoring last night. That's yeah, bad. and he's never been a big scoring guy. So 6.7 points a game as the starter is not ideal. Like typically, I think we'd need 10 to 14 from him as a starting center. Yeah. Um, 6.7 rebounds isn't really going to do it either. I'd like to see 8 or 9 if possible. I mean, at least 7.5, 8. Yeah. Um, Point three you know, assists, point yeah, seven it, blocks. I'd like to see him get a block. You know, he's not he's at point seven right now, and then four point three turnovers. I I expect that number to go down to regress positively because he wouldn't. He, he's be in averaged the, he wouldn't one. Be in the league. Yeah. yeah, he's averaged one turnover his entire career, and he's averaging four point three right now. That's going yeah. to change. I'm confident. I don't um, want to say it, but I almost miss. I've been missing Willie Cauley Stein the last three games. You take that with the back way right that Deadman's been playing. I'm dead take serious. Take it back. <laughs> dead serious was that pun? Pun intended? No, yeah, I don't know. And then the ugly, Ariza. Oh, <laughs> first guy off why? the bench. I uh, know why. Where's Bogey? What? Why is Ariza going in? You want to hear these stats? Okay, so my first thought is we needed to replace Justin Jackson with somebody. And we got the perfect replacement to do exactly what Jackson used to do. 2.3 points, 3 rebounds a game, 0.7 assists, 0.7 steals. But wait, there's more. He's shooting 18% from (laughs) the field. Turn the sprinklers on. uh, Ariza's not on. 14% from 3 from a guy that I called a sharpshooter in the preseason. You did. That's a... The Kings offseason move new dudes are making us look like idiots. Yeah, 
I mean, and Corey Joseph doesn't look like anything special right now either. He's not doing anything particularly no. horrible, but... I mean, he was, he's supposed to be known as a really good defender. Yeah. And all I've been noticing is, well, they just send a screen, and he doesn't try and fight through it, and then he gets switched on, and then he's just no and longer defending the guy. And they get an open guy. shot. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay. Um, Ariza, I've seen him airball multiple threes. Um, sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, I know. I'm, I'm never going to live that one down. He better start hitting some shots. So let's talk about this upcoming week. Um, tomorrow on Monday the 28th, uh, so this is a home stretch coming up. These next three games are home games. Oh, man, we need them. We've got Denver tomorrow. Um, Jokic. Yeah. It's, uh, scary. Denver's um, great. Great team. The Nuggets are a very, very good team. Now, we match up with them pretty decently. We play them close all the time. Um, Not having Bagley. Uh, yeah, scares gonna... me a little bit. Um, uh, have you heard anything about when Giles is supposed to be back? I haven't heard any recent news about that. Um, he's actually listed as questionable for Monday's game. Okay. So I we'll d- see if he's on the probable side or the doubtful side of questionable. I guess we'll find out during shoot around. But yeah, it would be great to have um, him back. That that would be nice. We could use his energy right now. Uh, Wednesday, Charlotte at home on the thirtieth. Um, thoughts about Charlotte? They're actually playing relatively well right now i mean yeah i mean so denver is i mean if we come out and if we change things we could win but we're probably going to be zero and four sorry charlotte could be our first win maybe i mean we i don't know um yeah and they're kind of running with like some random guys right now like pj washington and devon graham and stuff and like these guys and then uh bacon like these guys who just kind of came out of nowhere and they're actually putting up decent numbers but it's like who breakfast who are these guys bacon and eggs at grand slam Uh, (laughs) um so and then friday rematch against utah at home great it's got to be better it can't be worse than yeah. than last I mean, night, we right? We play better at home. I mean, uh, you know, and hopefully we were. Hopefully, I, I would assume we've been embarrassed, and we we should come out and, and play better. Hopefully, we can, you know, win against Charlotte and maybe split. You know, the Denver. That's Utah what I'm game. thinking. If we can get two out of three this week, yeah. I mean, granted, that would put us at, at two and four, but that's still um, would I'd take that. Yeah, yeah, especially after this start, and it would give us some momentum. So it'd be great if we could get two of these games. I mean, Charlotte's a must win, and then we have to split between Denver and Utah. I think. Yeah. Uh, especially with all those being home games, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that. So that's a, that's a good goal. I'm down for it. All right. Well, on to bigger and better things, right? All we can do is. N- nowhere to go but up now, right, Matt? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's been pretty bad, but <laughs> I'm I'm still optimistic. I'm still positive, and I'll be uh, trying. Yeah, to... no, I haven't lost hope yet. Not yet, the, despite what some of your text messages, it, <laughs> your angry texts the, during the game. My so. raw emotion immediately after a game <laughs> does not depict my actual, you know, feelings about the team. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, wrap up with some news and notes, Matt. Let's do it. Wait, what? News. All right, Matt. So news and notes. Who's doing what? So after three tough losses, to add injury to insult, I guess you could say, we just recently learned that Marvin Bagley is out six to eight weeks with a fractured thumb. Brutal. Not Now, non-shooting hand, mm-hmm. but this one came as kind of a shock to me and to most Kings fans, I think, because the, the news was Fox minor injury, Buddy minor injury, and then we learned Bagley out four to six weeks. So yeah, that was Out of the blue rough. news, like a sucker punch. Uh, my wife and I were out to lunch already feeling kind of bad about the Kings' loss to Phoenix the night before. And then we got, you know, we looked at our phones and like, oh my gosh, and lunch just didn't taste very good after Didn't that. taste as good. Yeah. And we've mentioned him as... 
a key to the Kings' success this year. He needs to take that second-year jump to hope for a speedy recovery there. That's all we can do at this point, but that's rough. That's, yeah. that's brutal. What else we got? De'Aaron Fox, uh, we mentioned earlier, he, had a, he has a hip injury. Uh, he's not feeling too hot. Um, suffered late in the fourth quarter of the Portland game, which kind of begs the question, like, what was he doing out there? Um, but he did play in Utah last night, and he, he wasn't 100%, but he still looked pretty good, so we're going to just keep an eye on him. Yeah, it looks like he's day-to-day. He's going to try to play through it. It didn't seem to affect his to affect his uh, play very much, Yeah. Uh, but we need him to be at 100% as well. And then Harry Giles is listed as questionable for tomorrow's game. That's something positive. Uh, even if we don't get him back tomorrow, maybe it's Wednesday versus Charlotte, but it looks like he's coming back soon, and I think he could be a much-needed spark to this team right now. I would love that. Please, Harry, come back. Save us. Um, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, <laughs> 25 game suspension after testing positive for a diuretic, uh, a substance used to mask performance enhancing drug use. So it kind of dilutes or hides banned substances, right? Right. So that's okay. kind of a mystery there, but uh, not a good look on, on Mr. Aiden. Uh, the Suns are in the process of fighting the suspension. They claim it was uh, unintentional ingestion, which means that he think he, he's claiming that he didn't know. So he, he accidentally took. A substance that hides banned substances. Okay. Right. That's something you normally take. Right. Along with your. I know I do that all the time. With with my vitamin. Yeah. 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 Um. And and this is. um, I I, I was ready to chalk up the King's loss Mm -hmm. to the Suns cheating. I was ready to go out. But then. (laughs) Test them all. The Suns have actually looked surprisingly good, even without Aiton in the lineup. They beat the Clippers last night. I can't believe that. The mighty Clippers. Maybe the Clippers didn't take them seriously. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, they got. I mean, they got some some good additions. They got Aaron Baines, who he was solid last year with with Boston in a reserve role. Um, they got Rubio. They got they added Saric. I Saric mean, they added nice. some yeah. solid guys in there, and then Booker's doing his thing. So. Yeah, Suns could be. Yeah, maybe they're this version of last year's Kings, where they just kind of came on, no one expected it, but they're you know playing great. So I hope we're. Just a new and improved version of last year's Kings, though. So would, maybe the Kings are just, or the Suns are just hot right now. So I yeah, don't know. who knows? Maybe we're ice cold, but um, I don't know, man. Oh, well, on to bigger and better things, hopefully, right? Nowhere to go but up this week, and you know, let's let's hope for a better week this Sky's week. Matt. the limit. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for this time. Uh, please continue to follow us on Twitter uh, and to like, rate. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you might be using. That's all we have this time. And until next time, I'm Matt, he's Matt, and this is the Sack Lunch Podcast.